we're going to go ahead and jump right into the word tonight. Um, before we, we do, we're, we're going to pray. Uh, Father, we thank you for your holy written word that it is life to those that find it help to all our flesh. We thank you that your word is is uh, so precious to our spirit, to our soul, and to our bodies. We thank you, Lord. It is the power of God to us. Then your word, Father, uh, lifts us up. It, it gives us an inheritance. And we thank you in Jesus' name tonight. We'll listen, we'll hear, we will be taught, and we'll be changed. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, the first subject I'd like to... Uh, talk about tonight is the integrity of God's word. Um, of course, integrity is honesty. You know, it means virtue, truthfulness. You know, God always tells the truth. <laughs> His word is truth. He doesn't lie. Men will lie, but God is always truthful. Praise the Lord. Isn't that nice to know? And his word is true. Also, it's uh, trustworthy. You can trust his word and God's word is the final authority in the life of the believer. We can hear lots of words during our day, uh, just words uh, you know, of news reports, words of maybe bad reports, words of complaints or fear, or anxiety. We can hear nice words, peaceful words or loving words. But God's word is always the final authority. Whatever he said in his holy written word um, is is the, the most powerful and the most uh, explosive, really. You know, uh, we watched a uh, launch not too long ago. Uh, it was kind of exciting because I haven't seen one in so long. But, you know, the power of that launch and the explosive power to send that aircraft up made me think about the word of God and how it is so explosive in nature. I mean, it can just change a terrible situation and make it beautiful. It can change a physical body. If you've gotten a bad report in your physical body, or if you've gotten, you know, uh, something going on, maybe it's been going on for a long time. God's Word, praise the Lord, has life in it, explosive life, creative life, and it can change even our physical bodies internally, externally, amen. all of our organs, all of our tissues, all of our cells, yes. our blood. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad? Yes. He made us so he can fix us. And he's already made a way for that to happen through Jesus Christ. It is the highest authority. You know, your his God's word is the highest authority. If you go someplace to get some help, have you ever had, you know, you go to a business and and you're wanting what they have, uh, you know, it, in, in whatever way it could help your, your home or, or maybe their church or your business and you're trying to get some things done. And sometimes it's, it's hard. There's a lot of, uh, you know, secretaries or this person or that person. And, and at times I've had to say, who's in charge here? <laughs> you know, Who, who's the, who's the, the, Main guy on, you know, we used to say that on the top of the totem pole, I don't know if that's politically correct anymore, but, you know, who's at the top of the game here? We need the man or woman in charge. Amen. And it's amazing when you find that person, if you can nowadays, how you can get things done because they have the highest authority and their word works in that company. Amen. So God's word 
has the highest authority. And it says under the earth, on the earth and above the earth. So that's everywhere, isn't it? His word works everywhere and it is final and it is the highest authority. Now, this centurion in Matthew 8, he knew this. You know, he was a Roman uh, centurion. Do you remember? Let's turn there. Matthew chapter 8. We'll just look at it for a second. But uh, he understood because Matthew chapter 8, look at verse 8. He had a servant that was uh, grievously tormented, he told Jesus. And verse. look at verse 7. And Jesus said, I will come and heal him. Now, that's good to know, isn't it? That Jesus will come and heal. He didn't say, well, you know, I don't know. Some I heal, some I don't heal. No, he he was right on it. I will come and heal him. And the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only. He knew the power of just saying the word, just speaking the word. Not even in the same room with somebody. This is long distance speaking. You know, you can do that too. <laughs> Hallelujah. Speak the word only because the, the authority and the power is in that word. The explosive power, the creative power of God is in his word. And so he said, speak it and my servant shall be healed. For I'm a man under authority, having soldiers under me, and say to this man, go, and he goeth, and another man come, and he cometh. And to my servant, do this, and do it, and he doeth it. So uh, Jesus complimented him on that and said, wow, that's, that's great faith right there. Do you understand the working of faith by just speaking the word? Hallelujah. And you know, it doesn't have to be, I mean, in, in this situation, it was, this was a, a pretty bad situation. But it doesn't even have to be a really bad situation for his word to work. We we use his word all the time. Pastor David and I will always say, well, what does God's word say? Well, this yeah. is or if we'll get we get up on something and we're thinking, well, that's not you know, that's that's not what we want. That's not what we want to call into our life. But what does the word say? And, and so we'll change our words to God's words. And start calling what we feel like we need and what God's will is for us. And simply by changing the words of our mouth. His word is truth. His word is light. And his word is life. And and that life, let's look at John chapter 1. That life is so powerful that it will drive out sickness and disease. It will overcome whatever is destructive in your life. It's just amazing power. Again, explosive power. John chapter 1, verse 1, In the beginning was the Word. There it was, right in the beginning. The Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So we could say, Word equals God. His Word is his is God. It is his uh, inspired uh, breath, really. And you know, we talk a lot about breath nowadays because of the wonderful mask we have to wear. <laughs> and and you know, I, I really wasn't aware 
of all the things that come out of your mouth when you're talking or singing until all this pandemic, you know, and they're talking about droplets and, 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 you know, everything that can come out while you're talking or singing or sneezing, coughing, whatever, and, uh, how dangerous it is. But I'm telling you, when God breathes something and God inspires something, the life is in it. The life of God is in it. And when He's breathing on you, praise God. It's a beautiful thing. Amen. There's life coming out. There's life droplets. Hallelujah. And life drives out sickness and disease. It drives out negative reports. Amen. And uh, brings such healing and help and wisdom and, and peace and joy. Praise the Lord. So uh, we see that his word is inspired and it is God breathed. And so in here that his word is equal to him. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life and the life was the light of men. We see light, we see life, we see um, the word and we see God. Uh, All that wrapped up in his word. Hallelujah. It is a sure foundation for us. Amen. So let's look at a couple of scriptures here in in Numbers chapter 23. Numbers chapter 23. I think when I found out about the integrity of God's word, I started really loving my Bible, you know, because I started really realizing that these promises and, uh, and, um, Covenant rights belong to me personally. You know, they, they, uh, you know, you ought to take the word of God very personally. Uh, Paul took God very personally. He would say, my God. <laughs> I've heard some people like Jerry Lee tonight. She was saying my wit or my, you know, uh, referring to people in her life. And I thought that's interesting, you know, to make it so personal. My husband, right? And Paul would say, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches. He just, he didn't always say our God, but you know, he made him very personal. Hallelujah. And I, and we need to make his word very personal to us and apply it to us. I heard Brother Copeland say one time, he said, um, Kenneth Copeland is right there on my Bible. And, and on the inside right here, it says Kenneth Copeland. And this is God's word to me, to me. And if you want it for you, you know, go get your name put on it. But this one is for me. Everything in it. Hallelujah. And I like that. Psalm chapter 23, verse 19 says, um, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said and shall he not do it? Hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? And he's not like men. Now, there are some good men. There's some good women that try to do right and try to do the truth and everything. But, you know, there's always things that can come up or something that can happen or this or that or the other. Not always as reliable as people can be. But God is. God is always reliable. And this word right here says... Neither the son of man that he should repent, but if he said it, he will do it. If he spoke it, he will make it good. 
And this is his word that he spoke. Hallelujah. Now look over at Psalm 138. I know y'all all know these things, but it's so good just to, to be reminded, isn't it? That his word is our truth. And his promises are so wonderful to us. Um, Psalm 138. And look at verse 2. I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. So he has even magnified his word above his name. And think, think about how, how high that is because the name of Jesus is above every name. Uh, any name that is named, Jesus' name is above that. And his word even is above the name. Wow. He means what he says. You can count on what he says. And if you put it in your mouth and put it in your heart, it's amazing <laughs> the manifestations of life and light that it brings. The manifestations of delivering power that it brings just to simply put it in your heart and your mouth. Amen. Um, look at 2 Corinthians 1, verse 20. 2 Corinthians 1, 20. For all the promises of God are in Him... Uh, let me read that again. For all the promises of God in him are yea, and in him, amen, unto the glory of God by us. So see, there's his part here, and then there's there's our part. <laughs> and our part is to say, amen. Do you know what amen means? It means so be it. So be it. So his promises are always Yay, that means yes. <laughs> They're always yes to you. Isn't that nice? Yeah. I think Pastor David was saying the other day how religion would say, well, God might say yes, he might say maybe, he might say no, or wait a while, or you know, all these yeah. things. But this scripture says, all the promises of God in him are yes. Do you want me to be healed, Lord? And he's already said yes. Do you want my needs met? Do you want me to live in abundance? He's already said yes. Do you want me to have a really nice house? Yes. Do you want me to drive a really fine car that works and runs? And Yes. Do you want my children saved? Yes. Do you want them filled with the Holy Ghost? Yes. I mean, you could go on and on and on. In fact, anything good that you can think of is is right down his alley. God is good. And so uh, they're yes. And then what is our response to that is so be it in my life amen 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 so be it unto the glory of god by us and let him get all the glory for it all hallelujah that's good isn't it so be it praise the lord god's word is inspired look at second corinthians and we said this a while ago but i want you to see some scripture tonight you know it doesn't help I mean, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> it doesn't hurt to look at a lot of scripture, does it? I think that, uh, 
It might help us. Yeah, help us to stay in the scriptures. Somebody said, keep it between the covers here. <laughs> Second Corinthians chapter, uh, I mean, Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. All the scripture is inspired. The Amplified says, God breathed. God breathed. given by inspiration and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. The Amplified says every scripture is God-breathed, given by, by his inspiration, and it's profitable for instruction, for reproof, and conviction of sin, for correction of error and discipline and obedience, for training in righteousness and holy living in conformity to conformity to God's will in thought, purpose, and action. So we see the importance of God's word in just our daily life to know what he's saying about things, to understand his way of doing things. I think that it's so important in marriage to know what the Bible says about marriage. How can you go into a covenant relationship and not know the scriptures of how it's supposed to work? And so many times that's why it doesn't work. It's because you're doing something without the manual. You know, have you ever gotten a grill before and tried to put the thing together and thought, I don't need those instructions. I'm just going to put this grill together just because I know how to do it. I think I know how to, I know what they look like and and then when you get finished with it, it's not quite working right. And there's about five pieces that don't fit anywhere. And you think, oh, maybe I ought to take it apart and read the manual. <laughs> so we see, you know, this is God's handbook for successful living, for profitable living, for living in that life of God and life more abundantly. So really in every area, we ought to look at the word. We ought to look for the word. In marriage and in, in child rearing, we ought to look and see what does God say. Well, God says that children ought to be obedient and honorable toward their family, toward their parents. You know, and who's going to teach them that? They're going to learn that by te- watching television? No, they're not. Gonna learn that. Are they going to learn that at school? Not nowadays. No, they're going to learn that from you, parent, parenting them. Well, how are you going to know that? Because, you know, when the, when you go to the hospital and you have a baby, they don't give you a manual of parenting. Um, this is your manual right here. And it tells us and shows us. Hallelujah. And there's power in that. There's ability in that. And there's grace in his word. Hallelujah. To do it. Amen. Uh, everything that you need, if you want to be a good employer or a good employee, it's right here in the word. If you want to be a good church member, (laughs) you're going to find it right here in his word. Amen. It will give you the grace to be a really good sheep and not a wolf in sheep's clothing. It will, it tells you how to be a really good pastor, evangelist, teacher, apostle, or prophet. Praise the Lord. It has everything in it that we need and it is spiritual food to our hearts and our lives and it is God Breathe, hallelujah. Um, the power of God um, is in his word and it can be relied upon. 
This is the last will and testament of Jesus Christ. It's important to know what he wants us to have. His inheritance is right here that we have been given and we need to know it. Now look at, uh, uh, well, we read John 1. Um, you know, we can't separate because we read there that God is his word. We can't separate God from his word. They are the same. So if you want to hear from God about something, the number one best way to do it is start reading this word. Start meditating on this word. Hallelujah. Take a little time in the word and it will uh, build you up and help you. And the Bible says it will give you the inheritance that you've been given through Jesus Christ. Let's look at Matthew chapter seven. Are you still with me? Yes. Couple of couple of more scriptures here. Just let me just exhort you a little more along these lines that God's word is a surety. It is a foundation that we can count on. And there's things that go on in the unseen realm when we speak the word. And I think that if we could see those things with our natural eyes, we would be speaking the word all the time. We would be praying in the spirit all the time. If we could see the things that are happening because of his word, it would really make a difference. But now we just have to trust him. Amen. That he's doing things while we're speaking his word. Matthew chapter seven, look at verse 24. Therefore, whosoever, Jesus said these things here. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell not for it was founded upon a rock. Everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not, he shall be likened to a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell and the great, and great was the fall of it. So we see two different houses, uh, probably the same kind of houses, just built on different foundations. Same storm that came, one stood and one didn't stand. The one that stood was hearing the word of God and then responding to the word of God. The other one was called a foolish man. And, and really, you know, the Bible defines what a fool is. The Bible says a fool says in his heart, there is no God. And if you take out the italicized words there, it says a fool says in his heart, no God. No, I'm going to do it my way. And there was a song about that. I did it my way. And people who sing that song way back didn't do so well. You know, you need to do it God's way. Amen. Do it his way. And it always saves your house, your house, your, your being. You know, you are the house of God. You are the temple of the Holy Ghost. And I'm telling you, when you build your house on a rock, which is the word of God, hearing and responding to him. It will stand through floods. Look, I mean, this was a horrible storm. Rain, floods, winds, and beat. Have you ever felt like you were beat up? Oh my gosh, beat up by a storm. I mean, I'm laughing, but only because it was just amazing that I made made it through some of the, the storms. I mean, I'm talking about hurricane force winds. And really, that's what is being said here, too. If you read it in the other Gospels, you see the storm beat vehemently. It was really bad. 
storm. It wasn't just like what we had this afternoon, a little bit of lightning and thunder. This thing was a Category 5 that they're talking about. And so um, when you when you build your house on the, the Word of God, the written Word, the spoken Word, I'm telling you, it makes all the difference in the world of the outcome. Amen? And we want the right outcome, don't we? Now let's look at this and we'll close. Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12. This is this ha- happens to be just one of my one favorite scriptures. Hebrews 4.12. Isn't it great? Yes. Praise the Lord. It says, let's see, I'm, I'm in the wrong... That's so excited I went to the wrong scripture. Here we go. For the word of God is quick. That word means alive. It's alive. It's not just something that we're doing by ritual when we say, well, confess the word or speak the word. It's not like a parrot saying, Polly want a cracker. It's, it's a lie. These words are full of God's life. We said they're God breathed. So there's, Things coming out, uh, that are droplets of, of love and mercy and, and, and power. Amen. The word of God is quick and powerful. Look at that. And sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Well, that is just packed full. But the thing I want you to know tonight is when you put the word of God in your heart and mouth, it'll make you alive. It'll make you quick. It'll make you alive. It will make you powerful. And it will make you sharp. Amen? You'll be sharp. Hallelujah. I like to say that about my life, that God's word is making me alive, it's making me powerful, and it's making me sharp. And so, you know, that's something that you want to have... Uh, uh, an intake of if, if things that are going to make you powerful. Amen? Things that are going to make you sharp. Things that are going to make you alive. And His Word are all three of those things. Amen? So, I encourage you. Trust the Lord. Trust His Word. Uh, uh, put it in your mouth. Act on it. And uh, you'll see just the success. Um, you, you know, Joshua said, God said to Joshua after Moses died, He said, be strong of good courage. And then he went on to say how he could do that. He said, meditate on my word, my law, my word, day and night. I mean, if it's not day, it's night. If it's not night, it's day. So that would be continually, right? All the time, looking to me and meditating. I, I like the word meditate. I, I think it's a Bible word, not necessarily, you know, what new age and all that. I mean, God said meditate. So we we put it in our mouth, and if things are coming up in our mind and our heart, you're not going to make it, or you know you don't have enough, or you don't, you know, you're sick and you're dying, whatever the devil wants to tell you, and he will tell you things daily. He's a liar. Then, as a meditation would be saying, just even under your breath, Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my healer. I've accepted Him as Lord, and I've accepted Him as healer. I've accepted him as provider and he will always heal. He'll always provide. Amen. And and that's just one little 
you know, thing you, I mean, there's, there's, the, the seed bed is huge here. This is, a, this is a huge bag of seed, incorruptible seed that you can put in your mouth and have a tremendous harvest. So take advantage of that. Amen. Praise the Lord.